Yeah, so welcome to uh, meeting two of the Environment Committee. Um, and on the agenda, the first item is apologies for absence. I've had a phone call, uh, sorry, as you were, an email this evening from Linda to say that she was calling. I don't know whether we've had any other. Well, Caroline is. Not Caroline's bought that well, recuperating. She looked, yes. she looked excellent on Sunday, actually. It's amazing. Yeah. Decorations of interest? No, I don't think there's anything, but I'll reserve the right to uh, <coughs> announce anything should it occur and become relevant. Uh, the minutes of the meeting one, which are held on the 6th of June, we need uh, acceptance and signing of those, yeah? Has everybody had a copy of these? Yeah. Everybody happy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want initials and signature on the last page? Yeah. Item 27 then is of a wood, uh, the presentation of the five year plan from the Mersey Forest and agree any actions. Um, Do I'm those of you who can't see the screen want to move? Yeah, I'm going to move round and sit over here while that's going on. As long as you need, yeah. yeah. About 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yes. And you, you're welcome to stay for the rest of the meeting. Okay. We won't lock you in, but no. you are welcome <laughs> to stay should you wish at the end of it. All right, so um, my name is Ben Greenaway. I'm from the Mersey Forest. I'm reading off a little bit of a script here, but um, it might be more helpful than me rapidly on and repeating myself. So um, I don't know whether you're familiar with the SaltScope project. Are you, are you all familiar yeah. with that? Yeah. So I won't fill you in on too much of that because uh, that will take too much time. But basically, um, I'm just going to give you a brief overview of the Mersey Forest's involvement with Hot Alley Wood. Um, over a year ago, probably 18 months ago, I didn't know anything about Hot Alley Wood and I'd only really been to Fudge to walk on the Sunstone Trail and such like. So it was a great delight and a surprise to see this fantastic piece of wood, woodland. Um, which is there, that's that, it's where it says Frodsham, it's that red dot there. And so this is a map of, of a lot of the projects that's happened through the Saltscape programme, which is a three-year, £1.4 million um, heritage lottery funded programme. And um, so um, it's got a number of themes, just, just, just to remind you really, it's got a number of themes. Uh, one's salt legacy, so it's restoring and protecting the natural and built features. Salt people. Uh, engaging with uh, people to ensure the long-term success of the project. Um, salt way, making the, land, the salt landscape accessible to people and salt skills, developing specialist skills in the community. So we're sort of delivering a couple of those really, or parts of them. So we're engaging with people uh, to ensure the long success of the project. And um, we're also developing some skills in the community. Um, so, and, and obviously Woodlands form part of the the unique character of the um, of, of this 
obviously for landscape building in the Weaver Valley. Um, so as a project partner, the, the Mersey Forest has, um, was engaged by Saltscape to liaise with 30 woodlands across that area and, um, and to carry out 10 woodland advisory visits, of, of which we carried out, I think, three within close proximity to, to production and, and others further afield. And, um, and on a more detailed level, we, uh, created, we wanted to create three uh, woodland management plans of which Hot Bay was included in one of those. So I'm here to talk about that, that plan and also some of the work we've done in, this, in uh, Hot Bay Wood. So in Hot Bay Wood we work with the town council to engage volunteers in woodland management tasks to improve the access to the woodlands. Um, and or, there's already good access to this woodland, uh, but we also wanted to formulate a plan to take, take it forward. And we also discussed the idea about having a five-year management plan. It was built on previous plans that were um, available, uh, been written by um, close friends of the wood, a uh, particular gentleman who, who's now moved on. So um, the, the woodland itself is categorised as an ancient semi-natural or cloth woodland, so it, it's steep-sided and uh, there's a river running through, through it um, from south to north and uh, it has very good access from the west, east and north. And there's also a restricted bridleway, there's a, a, a fairly middle, dis, middle distance footpath. But in, inside the woodland, it's actually got um, a fairly good network of, of paths supported by uh, stone surfacing, boardwalk steps, uh, railings, etc. Uh, so it's a great place to go for, for a short walk, and it's, it's a good place for health and wellbeing. Um, but it has a variety of, an excellent variety of uh, plant species which are characteristic of this type of woodland. Um, so, so notably things like uh, wild garlic and uh, wood anemones and bluegrass. And um, so it's well worthy of, of, of protection and conservation. So we, we didn't, when, we, when we saw the woodland, we, we had no intention of uh, altering or chopping down those trees because um, the, the intention is to create a woodland management plan. This is a copy of the, of the, of the document we've created. But um, it's a rather dry bit of documentation. It's, it's aimed at um, forestry commission type um, forestry, and it, it, the, the documents talk. It's about getting grants really, but, but the, the current state of, of politic, political, and um, financial affairs means that these lot of grants aren't available. So I thought, well, I've spoken to the town council, and I've spoken to various partners and things, and, and this, although we were, we were tasked with, with creating this document, it didn't really, it wasn't, it wasn't fit for purpose really. So I have done it, I've, this is a shortened version of the document, you can, you can have a look at it, um, I'll, I'll share this online with you, because it's there to, to be read. But um, we also created a live document, which, we, which was for the purpose of, um, so we could manage the woodland. So um, and the vast majority of the infrastructure is actually footpaths, and, and therefore, um, it was those that needed to be maintained. Um, so, in order to um, maintain this footpath, we, we had a discussion back with the town council. Um, they brought forward cash, and uh, we brought forward some cash through, through uh, the Southgate scheme. And um, we set about carrying out the works through volunteering rather than uh, contract, because the contract was, it looked like the contract would be rather expensive. So, we, we uh, we um, worked with the Trust of Conservation Volunteers 
and they work with their own volunteers and we also brought in other, other volunteers to, to establish uh, a, a program of work. So, um, in essence, we uh, generated 566 on-site volunteering hours, that's over 11 visits, and um, around um, 103 volunteering visits to improve over 500 metres of footpath. So we've, we've, we've uh, measured all the footpaths that come to about 800 metres of footpath. So we, we've improved something like 500 metres. Um, so the work, it included uh, bridge and boardwalk repair, drainage works both along and under the structures together with the replacement of the surface uh, anti-slip wiring, path repair, using imported stone and vegetation cutting back. Uh, so here's some pictures of the volunteers at work, replacing some of the, uh, the left with there's some local volunteers, replacing some of the, uh, the uh, netting on the, um, the north bridge, which uh, accesses out to a private piece of woodland. And then on the right, there's the, uh, the middle bridge heading to the southern path and there's some uh, clay steps. And they, they were in a pretty, pretty wet condition on that particular day, so they had to be dug out and the, the clay put to one side, and then they were backfilled with, um, with stone. And the, the actual um, uprights, the wooden uh, stakes and laterals which form the steps were all rotting away, but uh, were all leaning, so they had to be straightened up and suddenly replaced. There's quite a lot of work involved there, and there was a bit of a struggle to find somewhere to put all the clay because it was all, you know, it's, it's a steep side of woodland, so we, we had to shift a lot of stuff there. And then bring in the, bring in the stone using wheelbarrows and improvised ramps to get up the steep slopes. So it's quite, quite hard work for them. And the, the volunteers range from very able and very skilled with woodworking skills to, to people that have their own sort of. Um, Supporters and protectors. So, um, so for every for some of the volunteers, you have other people working with them. Um, and here's here's a section of boardwalk here where there was a problem with the marshy ground, and the um, the, the, the the marshy ground was draining straight onto the side of the, the boardwalk and rotting it away. So we had to dig a channel all the way down the side, and then um, some drainage underneath. And then there's another section of uh, boardwalk there where there's a steep slope behind it, so there's big amp gullies uh, behind it. And here's some examples of some of the, the problems which we faced. So on the left there was a, there's a bridge there with a rotten board, um, and then there's a, a section of boardwalk at the bottom where uh, wood rotted away, and on the top there's a section which has been um, possibly repaired previously with um, a piece of board that's a bit too narrow and the, the uh, footpath washed out. And then there's uh, the central right photographs the uh, nettings. Uh, it's become worn away and it's become a bit of a trip hazard. So those those two those two photographs there. Um, and then these are these are some of the repairs. So uh, this is the southern bridge on the left hand side where um, there was no foot no handrail so we they created a handrail and put in some strengthening down towards the river to, to make it more sturdy for, uh, for more elderly people, so it was much more stable. 
And then the central section, uh, you can see sort of replaced uh, some of the sides and um, repairs. And then, then there's, on the right, you can see that section that's been uh, improved with the, where the, where the uh, stone is washed away. Um, so quite a lot of the work wasn't just um, re replacing stuff that was damaged, it was actually improving drainage and um, gullies along the side. And that's one of the aspects that we've looked at in terms of the, the, the order we've carried out um, of, the, of the woodland. So, as I was saying, the, the management plan itself um, looked at what was actually in the woodland. So we wanted to create an order of this, of what was there. So, if, so um, for example, um, we went down there, and there's, this is an example of a, of a gully that's become um, Full of leaves, and um, some, you know, some uh, regular inspection or volunteering work would have removed those leaves. But as a result, what's happened is um, that it's blocked that particular drain, and, and as a result, the, the downpour of rain has washed away part of the path. Now, it's not a big, big problem, but it's it's something that you know you don't want you, you don't want to keep going back and sorting out. Um, so. And then this, this is a, an extract from the, um, the spreadsheet, which is the audit. So it, it lists all the various features of the woodland and the lengths and uh, types of infrastructure. So it's a path, path, what it's made of, the, you know, there's, there's what sideboarding, the width, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that it can be used. And there's, there's notes along the side which, which indicates what needs to do next. And then it can be used as a sort of tick box as to you know what what he's doing in the future. And then there's various tabs which which cover various items. So there'll be um, uh, peripheral features. So there'll be all the the, um, the fencing all the way around the forest. There'll be the trees, um, the plant features, um, and then there's a five-year woodland management plan. And then there's a um, there, there's opportunities to carry out further surveys. So, for example, with, a, with all the plants, you can um, uh, you can you can split we can split the woodland into coop, what's known as coops. So these are various coops, and they they can you can say which characteristic these parts of woodland have, and then you can carry out meter square surveys uh, of the plant life. So it can be done in a more scientific way. So, for example, you could follow one of the paths. Uh, so, for example, these these are all the paths within the woodland, which are all mapped. Um, you could follow a path, and every say 20 meters, you could you could go off five meters to the side and take a square, a meter square, and then you can survey what plant, plants are in that area. So you get you get it begins you get a general picture of what the what the um, the forest is like. So um, here we've got an example of the five-year plan, which is within the spreadsheets on one of the tabs. Um, I can share that with you. Uh, if you want to have a look, um, I've got a few copies. So I'm not sure. It's quite small type. I don't know if you I, I'm struggling. So keep this. So um, so this is this is this is just a, this is what I've come up with. So it's obviously. You know, because it's a live document, you can interpret it how you how you like. Thanks. Can I just hold on to the document? Yeah. So, what is the software that you use? Uh, 
NCC or CMS software? No, it's just a, it's just an ordinary Excel spreadsheet. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these 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 cells are actually um, they're not cells; they're actually uh, uh, text boxes. Actually, to be honest. So you can't mess about with it mm. too much. But you can you can change what's in the text. So what I've done is I've I've I've, I've looked at the top of some current current achievements, and then I've projected over seven years or so what what could be done, and um, the idea is to develop a um, is is to develop a plan for protecting what's there. And there's not a lot that needs doing really. So. Um, for example, I mean, there's, there's pictures here of the, uh, of the, of the uh, sort of the plants that are in there, and um, there are vulnerable areas. The, the predominant users of the woodland are uh, dog and um, walker, dog walkers and um, walkers, and putting in some simple things like these brush piles on the side of paths would protect areas from from people straying off the path. Now, there are there are a couple, two or three areas where people do stray off the path, and they're very subtle, inexpensive um, uh, imp imp implementations would would protect the um, would protect those areas. Um, so, so just looking at this this plan, so I've got um, some targets for this year. And you can you can also push this back another year, but um, we've got an established partnership agreement with, with, with the landowners. Well, obviously you are the landowners, um, but you know, for example, say if you had a friends of group, you could uh, you could establish a friends of group, and then then there would be an agreement between the friends of group and the and the owners. Um, so you'd have some sort of partnership agreement, which would do, which would clearly define the girls' responsibilities. Um, and then the uh, a management plan for the next five years. Well, I think obviously that's that's written here, um, but it just needs ratifying. Um, you can review current programs of works um, to see what else needs doing. Uh, establish a friends group. Invite local residents, partners, neighbours to initial meeting and establish um, constitution, chair, secretary, etc. Um, and then establish timeline, rota for essential maintenance. Uh, to tie in with volunteering days, tasks to include gully clearance. So this is like now that you've got your your your, your paths in good, fairly good condition, you can then just carry out maybe twice a year some maintenance. You know where the leaves have fall, fallen, and then perhaps something else in the spring. Those sort of things. You know some some uh, flora protection. Um, uh, establish links with the, with the guides, Princess Trust for volunteering to carry out essential maintenance tasks. So, so there's a range of different things that have been thought about, and then on the on the um, the volunteering side, you know, you could you could have links with other organisations like you know the Wildlife Trust or the Mersey Forest or Groundwork or whatever, uh, and you could you could establish a, um, a CSR program for the woods. So this has this actually has been done in other woods in Cheshire, um, where uh, there's loads of companies that have approached the Mersey Forest and said, oh, we want to do something, you know, we want to do it in the summer, which is rather a bit of a nightmare for us, because we, you know, we're doing, we're doing other things, or we really want to be doing stuff that we can't do during the nesting season, but there are things that could be done in, in local woodlands that are, you know, give you good opportunities that, you know, that you could, like, standard maintenance type operations. 
So I'll leave that with you because that, there's a whole range of stuff that, uh, some of them are repetitive, so I'll put them in all the boxes sort of thing, but some of them, you know, winter planting and carry out um, planting of, of, uh, of flowers and such like, or um, carrying out regular inspections and monitoring program with, with a record. So there are responsibilities that come with ownership of woodland, like, you know, uh, tree safety, uh, making sure that they're, I mean, you're obviously aware of all this, um, you know, there's tree safety, anything supporting within falling distance of the pathways, um, there's the, uh, the paths themselves. Uh, so I'll leave, I'll leave that with you, because that's all in, it's all in the document. So we're just going to skip through this, these, some of these recommendations here, some of which I've already uh, talked about. So, um, as I've said, the, the woodland users are predominantly dog owners and, uh, or walkers and all the, all the access is, is hampered by muddy conditions on the access routes on the north and east. Uh, so the northwest and east. Um, and here, here, here's a picture of some uh, dog owners coming down from the, the west. Um, and there's one, one dog owner meeting another dog owner coming the other way. And it's fairly, fairly difficult to walk that particular route. Um, so the Mersey Forest is, uh, you may be aware, working on a, on a strategic sort of overview plan for potential uh, locations for um, footpath improvements in, uh, in the Fortune area. And we're looking at a range of um, funding sources that might, might suit that. But um, with particular reference to Hop Hay Wood, um, there is a restricted by-the-way running through it, so horse owners and um, cyclists could use that route. Um, and it may be prudent to, to create some sort of uh, access restrictions when you come to, down to the woodland so that, um, so that only walkers can go through. So, for example, a kissing gate at a couple of locations would, would be prudent in order to restrict that, that usage so people would like to go down there, or even off-road bikes, because we, we, we've got some locations where off-road bikes go everywhere. So obviously you don't want people making a of the because Now that we, now that that's in good condition, it's a fantastic challenge for somebody with a bike to have a go. You know, a heavy motorbike could create quite a lot of, a lot of damage. Um, so here's some pictures of the, of the footpaths going into the, into the building, of which the western path on the right does turn into a stream, because it, it drains out from one of the the, um, uh, the fields. Um, and finally, here is a, a graph of some of the, the, the investments. So there's your uh, investment from the town council uh, of around £2,000, um, which includes um, a grant which was used to, uh, for, for materials. And um, some materials, additional materials, were supplied by the, the town council. And then to match that, we brought in money from Saltscape, and um, an element of, of that money was, was to provide materials and also um, the, the labour for the volunteering. But in addition to that, we it's our revenue time to, to support the, uh, the creation of the management plan and overseeing the works. So it's a gearing of something like five, five to one. So that's that, that's the advantage of this of this particular partnership. But in addition to that, 
we there is a value tool within the um, the lottery funding which puts a, puts an additional value on the volunteering of around five thousand pounds. So that 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 sort of shows you you know that that might, that figure might go up to around seventeen thousand pounds. Um, and finally, and finally, um, I, I had the pleasure of um, firing some homemade pots um, the other weekend with a friend who, who had rediscovered his love of pottery, and in particular red clay. Um, and um, as uh, this, this, this wood is a, a former marl pit area and has a very deep rich red clay, it would be a great opportunity to take some a small um, small bit of clay from that woodland and fire some um, some pots of that nature. You know, they're, they're small, you know, small little pots, just to, to see what could be achieved in, in the future. And, and that's in the context of um, that this project may go into phase two. So the, the, the groundwork of coordinating the Salesforce program have every intention of trying to get another project up and running. So that would be a good thing, a good way to engage with the people. Let them know what you think about that. That's a lovely idea. Yeah. And there are piles of clay there somewhere now as well. Oh, there's loads of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, I mean, that, that picture going back to where he was down there. He dug out the steps. And yeah, so they're there. Yeah, so that was just like a solid, solid flat. So it's like a... Well, that's why it's, it, it floods, isn't it? Because there's no good drainage, is it? That's the problem with clay, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sort of like comes straight off the side of the hill. But there are, you know, because there are the mile pits dug, they do hold, mm. they do hold water. Oh, so that was a marl pit originally, then? I didn't know. Yeah, that was a few all the way along inside. A bit like that. Well, obviously, the yeah. uh, marl pits. The marl pits, That's why Cheshire had more ponds than any other county in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just, can I just show you the, 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 um, the document? Right, so this is split into uh, this. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's maps inside it, and uh, this shows the this shows the. Sorry, I just missed it too large. So this is this is a map of the. Um, this indicates the audit of all the paths. So the, the, the woodland's split into different areas. So these are the, the coops. There's another map for those. So this is in red. And then these are indications of the, of the spreadsheet. So there'll be line 63, which is this location, which is the main middle bridge. And then there's various, it's been split into different paths, basically. And this shows the indication of survey, these, these lines here. Um, and then it's split into, um, <coughs> there's one for peripheral features. Now this hasn't been undertaken because it's, it's too big a task, but it's a fairly easy task for someone to do, or a volunteer to do. Um, and there's, that just, you know, there's just a meterage of walking along the periphery of the, of the woodland. And then there's, a, uh, there's an opportunity to do a tree survey. 
as well, and then um, there's some indication of indication of plant features. I've got this on the wrong zoom actually. So So the, 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 a lot of this is tools that you could use, you know, so it's to give you some indication of um, how you might carry out a survey. Um, and then there's the things that I This is potentially a survey of all the different creeps, the different centers of the Interesting to see whether the likes of Elsby Ice Cube would be interested in doing quadrants for us. Quite a nice little task that we can undertake, you know, on the meter, yeah. square meter quadrants. Yeah. Or it might be something we can find, find funding as part of a large project. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, I, I, essentially, none of this is, is necessary. It's just, um, I would say that the audit is the most important thing because, um, you know, you look at because the woodland itself is, is perfectly okay. It doesn't need planting, it doesn't need thinning or anything like that. It, there might be some, some ivy that might need to be removed, um, some ground ivy, some ivy goats, or some of the trees at the right time of year. But essentially, it's really a case of um, improving access to the woodland and protecting what's there. So it's, it's a kind of completely different character to some other woodlands that we looked at over power and wood and weaver, and that's, that's a completely different ball game. You know, it's, it's more about um, improving some of the, the flora in the in the forest, and also about um, protecting it from Yeah, yeah. So it's a different, it's, it's a totally different thing. But yeah. I think, given its proximity to uh, a large amount of population that could potentially use the, the wood, I think that it, it needs some improvement to the footpath yeah. network into the woodland and some protection on what's... Yeah, also I just come from there. Bagley Lane all the way through to yeah. Townfield. So yeah. they just keep going straight. They should, because they can't really take the horse any further up to anything. No. So that, they do use that straight through. But also, in terms of restricted bridleway, it could be a cycle route to you know, mm -hmm. slightly, slightly improved. But also, in the winter, it's not really that accessible. Yeah. So there could be, you know, if there was a large pot of cash, or some money was put into you know, as a deposit, we could potentially bring in the rest mm -hmm. of the money, yeah. possibly bring in that 90% of cash to, to, to do improvements of the Because the Townfield Lane and that one does really need doing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think the quite lucky with Olive Wood in that it's, you know, although it's urban fringe, it's just that far enough away, and that sounds terrible that you, you don't want people to go in it, but it doesn't suffer half as bad from some of the antisocial yeah. problems that yeah. other woodland does simply because it is just that. It's not out on the limb, but it's just far enough away yeah. for it to be well used, but really, you know, take the dog walkers away as well. It's used by people who go there because they want to go there simply. Yeah. Not that it's just there and it can be abused, you know. Yeah. So often the case, isn't it? I mean, it could be it could be something as a start. It could be something as simple as asking dog walkers to make sure they put the dog on a lead. You know? So, yeah. so there are there's quite a lot of animal tracks within the woodlands. You can see where they've been and stuff like that. 
it's just stopping people from you know, running into the streams and uh, running across the plants. So it's that kind of stuff that, that does, the, does the damage really. Um, and if you, can, if you are going to increase the number of people who go there by improving the pathwork, the, the footpath network, then having some restrictions into parts of the woodland is, mm. is a good idea because then you know that you're entering an area that's mm. like a particular special place rather than it's just mm. another part of the network. So if cyclists are going down there, then they know that it's, they're not allowed to go that way, you know, it's, it's just a signage. Signage or disintegrate. Uh, so those are some ideas, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll email those to you. Mm -hmm. So you've got that as a document to work. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I speak for everybody. I, I think it's absolutely brilliant what you've done. Um, you know, we we have insurmountable problems in there, and you know, we really we decided, like yourself, to access was the main problem in there. Yeah. But there was no way, really, that we were, you know, getting anywhere with it because of the, you know, we've got Paul, got myself, got other people on a ad hoc basis, you know, helping. Um, what we could have never have achieved, um, and we haven't got the funding as well. So I mean, being able to tap into source funding, you know, has been absolutely, you know, brilliant. Um, well, it's certainly useful from my perspective because I. I'm not a, a forestry person myself, and um, you know, doing this type of exercise has made me realise how big a task. Yeah, yeah. What's involved, but it also gives me a template. Well, well, I'm, I'm just pleased that your, your management plan is a workable management plan, mm. yeah. because so often, and in another life, I've, I've written management plans that you knew were never going to get adopted because yeah. they were like war and peace. Yeah. And, and it's great to have a working document that is a few sides of A4 or whatever, it's got a table, of, you know, a prescriptive table, it's got a table of actions, it's got a timetable to it, and, you know, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. I think the data that we've got now is a is hundred times more than we, we, we did have, you know, and it's given us something, a very, very good, simple looking <coughs> document, which is, you, you know, we, um, I would have hated it if you'd have come along and said, you know, every tree, all right, we need to address health and safety, you know, we need to do a tree survey in there and, and you know, especially the path edge trees or ones that, are, you know, it's within the, the, the falling zone, the boughs to come onto the path and that. We did have a very willing um, young guy from Rees Eath at one time, he, he wanted to sort of go in there and do tree surgery on every tree, you know, but it was yeah. just, again, the, the, you know, I, I mean, being involved in trees as I've been, all my life really, you know, every tree in Britain, you, you, you could climb and do something at it, you know. Um, so we've got our health and safety obligations there, but I'm really yeah. pleased that you've not come in, you know, and said, oh, we want to fell this and fell that and clear this and replant that, you know, because it wouldn't have happened. Mm. You, you, you know, we just wouldn't have had the resources anyway, you know. Uh, any further grant aid is fantastic, you know. I know that grant, yeah. grants now are well, these grants, these grants are generally for writing management yeah, plans. Yeah, they're yeah. not really no, for. for getting out there's not a lot. There's, there's, yeah. There are. I mean, there might be. I mean, we can, we've still got uh, Chris, who worked with us. He's actually working for a forest commission. This isn't his area, but we do have mm. those contacts yeah, to, to yeah, keep an eye on what comes up when. You know, but I don't think I don't think that particular funding source is the way forward. I think we, it's best if you yeah. we, if you had some resources yourself and put that up against other. Other funds that are yeah, it's a match funder, yeah. 
because yeah, we, we are working on lots of different funding yeah. sources constantly, so yeah. it's best to use that sort of partnership <coughs> yeah. funding resources to come, yeah. come up with other stuff. I mean, the Friends Group's a good idea as well. Yeah. You know, I've had, again, I've had experience of Friends Groups, some very good ones, some very bad ones, you know, yeah. sometimes it can be, you know, the tail wagging the dog. But again, that's a good way of getting things done. And there might be somebody, you, you know, with those skills, with, you know, within the area, who, who was, would just love to be given <coughs> projects of going in and doing the quadrants and all that, you know. So it's it's really good. But I think, you know, what you've done in such a short space of time is tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah, we did work. You've gone into it. We're yeah. always working with students, so you know, mm. it would be good to have somebody come in and do something. I, just slightly off topic, but still connected. I, I've read somewhere within the last few days that you're doing a couple of sort of drop-in workshops at one of the sort of cafes in Frodham, aren't you, as well? Yeah, yeah. It, is it Brew and Tucker? Yes. 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 The Thursday. I mean, I mean, you're saying what people would like for Frodham for the environment. Is that just a putting feelers out or is there a chance of funding other projects within Frodium? Uh, well, there's, there are a number of funding sources, I'm not aware of them, but if, if, you, if you are able to attend those, or if you contact Claire Oliver, yeah, my yeah. colleague, then yeah. she can enlighten you as to what, what they are. So basically, I think the message is, it's, it's not that we're trying to take all the money from the, the wind farm, it's just that we're developing, we're developing a plan, so that we have a, you know, we have a physical plan, you know, like a GIS mm. plan, and then we are identifying people bring bring projects to us, and then we we try and source funding for them. So that so it's a feasibility study at this stage. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. Excellent. So for so for example, the the piece of land we've just been talking about down at. Um, so Ship Street. So, yeah, Ship Street. Yeah. Is um, would you know if it were to be trees, then there would be an opportunity for us to fund some of that through our uh, DEFRA funding. So that's mm. that's uh, uh, working with schools. So we'd have to any planting that happened there, we, we could fund trees, mm. but, or we could contribute towards trees. But it, we need to involve school children. I mean, in this area, we can't we can't work with all the schools no. because the the, uh, the funders that we have from the Woodland Trust they have their own they, the schools that they work with anyway. Mm. But we can work with some other schools. So, you know, we can work in mm. So that's another that's that's an example yes. of, of funding. Yeah, there's a lot of information there, and it takes a, a while to mm. digest. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it looks very good. But it's a nice yeah. format again because yes. you know, you know as well, a lot of these management plans, yeah. you, you know, they're very difficult to follow. And I'm really pleased that it's you know it's something that's easy that yeah. with respect anybody can sort of you know work to, isn't it? You know, which is great. Yeah, so you should. I think you should have received an email about those dropping. Have you received? Yeah. Yes, we have. Yes, I got it yeah. to raise on uh, later on on the agenda oh, okay. as on the clerk's items. But yes, we have, right. and I've okay. put it on our website. And I was going to make the committee form yeah. make everybody. Mm -hmm.
Okay, thank you very much. Right. As I say, you're quite welcome to stay. Yes, I can stay, yeah. There's a, there's a wealth of photographs to go with that. Yeah. So I'll send everything across to you. I won't send you all the photographs, but maybe I'll send you a selection or something. Yeah. Good. Um, okay, so action, we're, we're happy with where we're going with it, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, opportunity for public to speak. Not hiding, nobody hiding on the tables. No. Community orchards then, so following on from the site meeting we had at Ship Street to discuss the extension plans and agree actions for that. Um, as I say, my we, it's agreed that we, we're going to take that fence out. Nobody wants the fence to stay. If you do, then, and, you know, shout up. I mean, I'm not saying that it has to come out if the majority of people want to leave in there, but uh, we're all agreed that the fence needs to come out. But as I said earlier, what I don't want to happen is for the panels to be taken by the horse club and then the concrete posts to be left there for months. Um, well, can I just say, I think in their defence, they're not, you know, I agree with Jim, what Jimmy said, I mean, I think they're, they're good people trying to do a good thing, and yeah. um, they want the fence panels. Yeah. I don't think they've got the means or the wherefore to come along and get rid of the concrete, so I think we, we've either got to accept that, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and arrange to, to have, them, have it removed ourselves. Mm. Now, I don't know if Paul... Um, Again, but if you are, does your insurance and everything, and you are used, um, trained and qualified to use a thingy on the street, you know, a grinder. A grinder, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> right, because that's obviously that's yeah, the main issue. Yeah. Because I mean, it may even be the fact that we have to sort of off the footpath or something. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Well, the dust. Yeah, 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 you know. As we know. Um, I mean, unfortunately, we need we need two types of discs there because it's really bad. I actually think that land. I mean, yeah, if, if we could get some of the... Dig away a little bit on the inside and then I think the... Room and we need, over, do you think that... that well, we need somebody with a back actor, don't we? Yeah, that'd be easier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Well, if you think that could be, that could work. But we still need to, we'll need to skip to get rid of them, won't we? Mm. Yeah, I mean the good thing is that they're, they're easy stackable and yeah. and and that you know you never know if we pull them out and stack them up that somebody may steal them and do us a favour. <laughs> we used to do that. We used to do that whenever we well, fell in. We used to leave it all inside the road. Well, yeah, it's amazing. The next morning, okay, when you go to the tree and it's falling across, you leave a pile of logs. It's amazing what absolutely unburnable just rubbish people take one piece each time and it gradually yeah. goes down. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, well, the posts and boards are actually decent, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, yeah, I mean we could even as a community uh, thing, we could even offer them as well on the website as long as if we have somebody... there's so much concrete and some of them look as if it's only about that much around, yeah. you know, right. then yeah. Yeah. they would, could be reused. Well, shall we have a go at a couple of them, just digging them out Yes. as a bit of a test board, if, if we like... Pick one at one end and one in the middle to get a little bit yeah. of a feel rather than two next to each other and then find the other 20 odd have got, all got a cubic metre yeah. of concrete round them and see how they come out and then maybe look to get a JCB in with yeah. a back actor on it or, or a bobcat. I mean, just a normal tractor with a back actor on it. Yeah, well, 
So have they got transport to get them up to? Well, I, you see, this is where I, I think it's limited. I, I've not really, they have a horse box, yeah. whether they'd use the horse box, but I think she relies very heavily yeah. on, on, on help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been 64 with the base. Yeah, only 4 foot, so yeah. you get a van. I mean, I've got, yeah, I, I, I'd be willing to transport them. They'd go on one of my trailers. Well, so. that's what I was just going to say. I think, you know, with all, I don't think she's not, you know, I don't think she's even got the way for us to get them and to get yeah. to yeah. Um, So, as I say, I think we need to take it on that we're going to actually be basically clearing it all ourselves yeah, yeah. and then and dispersing it where yeah, we can yeah. take the panels to the lady mm -hmm. and the horse place they're only up to Arvin road yeah it's yeah, not a million miles away they're all got the something. you get a couple in the bag i was going to say i'll probably get them all sorted in the bag will they go after measure it yeah yeah but i mean i can i've got the big i can yeah, i've got, got that big van again now so i've got that back so that i can have oh right okay yeah yeah transit yeah, so we have a little plan of action then. So then you could get in touch with the like the it's horse lady and uh, yeah. tr try and arrange a day and a time or something like that. Okay, I'll try and pin a day. Um, sort of find, does she definitely want them? When's she there? When if we, yeah. if we make a date that yeah, we're going to go and do this, yeah. then we can say if we can do it on a, a day where. It can all be done in one yeah. way. You take the panels down, you stick them in a van and yeah. you drive them to hers. That makes sense to me. And it's yeah. done with and we can concentrate yeah. on getting on with the rest. I mean, of we could take all the concrete and just put it in a pile yeah. if it does come yeah. out. Oh, yeah, I mean, and then, yeah. And then decide to get a skip. Yeah, it can be stacked. Exactly. You know, that, getting rid of that is the issue. It's, getting, it's the fence panels getting rid of the It's not that it's shapes that's going to make a great, you know, it can be stacked up symmetrically, can yeah. It's got to be on the ground after them. Hmm? What we, I mean, as far as levelling it, or are we? Um, I'm thinking of maintenance. Yeah, it's some pop as I said, some ankle breakers. Yeah. I'm thinking of maintenance as well. Early for cutting it, isn't it? After mm. no matter what we put on yeah. it, we've got, they've got to cut it, haven't they? Yeah. How far do you reckon them posts are in the ground? They're not put in very far, are they? They're probably in a yeah. foot. Probably a foot and a half. Foot. Yeah. 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 Foot so some of the undulations there, it could the, the, the soil out of it could be used to fill the hole. Yeah, if not, we just need you, somebody to go to Joe Alpens and get you know half a ton of crusher run or something like that. You know, and use that. Um, okay. Yeah. When? And then, and then we when? Could, when? Yeah. Weekend or weekday? Uh, for me, it's it's really got to be a weekend. I mean, I'm lucky this week, but um, although next week actually, um, I have got I have got actually got Wednesday and Thursday next week when I've got two days off because I've had a course cancelled unfortunately. So uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah. Well, I mean that's it's better for me in the week. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Otherwise, it's every other weekend for me. Well, I've got I've got I've got sort of mayor duties okay. on Sundays. You know, oh, yeah, you know. So uh, that's taking up a bit of me time. Plus. Yeah. Not very good being mayor, I'm disappearing for the old of August to France again, so... Um, what you got a deputy for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Fearless Frank will be taking over. Yeah, I mean, so next Wednesday and Thursday... So the 12th, um, is am I right, 12th and 13th then, yeah? Um, Wednesday the 12th... Yeah, Thursday the 13th. Thursday, so either of those I'm okay for, so... I can't do during the day, I can. No, obviously. No, no, no. We, no. They, we can't help everybody, that's the What are we doing about the metal fence that we actually laid at the other end? Well, we definitely want to keep that, don't we? Because yes. we say about putting it somewhere else, I can't just think, I mean, that's what I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, did you, uh, could you store that in the, at the cemetery and that, would they fit in, the, in your cubby hole? No. no. Um, well, I could keep it for well, us. Well, so. yeah, I was going to say I could I don't still. Could gonna, you have you got? I mean, I'm not. I've, I've got, I, I don't know how that's going to come I could, out. I've got two lockups, so I can yeah. put it in could one. Is it a section, though, or is it. A no, it was section. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was originally with church fields around the original mm -hmm. play thing. Yeah. That's where we got it from, and we put it there. I don't know how they fixed it in the ground. I wonder if there'd be a scope putting that up at Manly Road when it. Um, I think this is what we sort of made. We certainly yeah, want to hang on to it because it's down good stuff and it's, it's galvy and it's yeah, got yeah. some isn't it? Being so each section will just unbolt. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can store that. Yeah, that's I brilliant. I can store that, yeah. That's not so if we, we made I mean, it's not so much of a rush on that, obviously. No, that can stay. Because no, 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 it's, it's a bit of a feature, even though it's doing nothing, isn't it? Until we've tidied the other bit up, it's a border anyway, isn't it? Yeah. I'm more concerned that actually it's the stuff that could get nicked. Lots of stuff we don't want to be yeah, in the it's, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's worth yeah. a few quid, that. Well, no matter what you do with it, because it's quite rare now. You don't see it no, anymore, no, either. No, no. it's a bit like chicken. Anyway, we'll see just after, see how we get on. Yeah. So we say Wednesday or Thursday, eat, eat you whatever's best for you. Either day doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, I'm available both days. Yeah, so. I'm here both days. Yeah. <laughs> so should we go for Wednesday morning then? Yeah. And then I suppose if... If, if, if we, it takes if two we, days, you I was going to say, <laughs> if we feel like it... Yeah. <laughs> And we've got the other day, we can we can go for it. So I'll come down in the van yeah. and we can disperse it between the three of us or whoever's yeah. there. What, what have we got? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. and I'll... Not um, too early, please. I'll have a quick word with the fire station just to let them know what we're doing and then we yeah, can come back. Come out yeah, well, yeah. again. <laughs> well, well, yes, if there. you don't mind us yeah. anybody left? They won't be there during the day. No, there's not many <laughs> left at the moment. So what time are we saying, folks? Ten after ten. Ten, yeah. Ten a.m. Wednesday the twelfth. Yeah. At ten, 10 a.m. Yeah. Lovely jubbly. Yeah. Okay. And, and Hazel and Liz will be down as well. Right. So if if then if you, have you got the con are you sorry are you, are you going to contact the lady? I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Like I said. So if you, if I've, you got, her, I've got her. I've got her. I've got girls who work for his volunteers. <laughs> So I can Jack, make, try and make Do you mind if I excuse myself? I, know, I, I, I need to go. So it is a white knuckle, you've discovered it is a white knuckle ride. Thrilling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stuff. Just to reiterate that um, Claire Olver is the main contact yeah. for these drop-ins. And there's one on Thursday and there's one on Saturday. Right. Uh, but she's encouraging people to go on the Thursday one, I think. Because gonna yeah. be, Saturday's going to be well attended. Um, but... Um, I can't remember what time the Thursday one. I think it's one till three. It's one till four. One till four. Yeah. So.
So she is available, but if you are, if people are able to attend, you can contact her at the Mersey Forest, and she's happy to come and meet people. So, for example, you know, with this um, potential orchard, you know, she's happy to discuss funding. Yeah. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. So basically, just ask her at some point on Wednesday, will she be around if somebody calls up there and drops these, off with these first pounds? Yeah. That's all I want to know. Really. Yeah. And then we, you know, if we do know more than have a go at a couple of them. Well, if you turn out yeah. to be horrible, at least we know. Don't right. We? Well, well, while we've got, got the wood out, put them in my bag. I take them. Yeah. Yeah. And then once we've got it all cleared and then we'll need to level it a bit yeah. more maybe. Yeah. And I mean until we do it I can just stream it can't yeah. I in the meantime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know yourself, once you start mowing on a regular basis, all the, the weeds go anywhere and you'll yeah. start Yeah, I'm not so worried about the yeah. weeds, it's yeah. the, some of the half bricks and the, yeah. and, um, some of the, like you said, the ankle breaking mm -hmm. holes in it, oh, isn't no. it? Oh no, I fell down one of them, I know. There was a lot of booby traps in there, wasn't yeah. there, with things that have been put in in the past and that. Oh. A lot of those raised beds, when we pulled them out, yeah. those sprunks that had held them, held them in and mm -hmm. that, you know. Um, yeah, and then... We'll have a look at tree spacings and maybe, as I say, putting some Very soft fruit bushes in there and maybe a herb garden or something like that. Yeah. Sorry? All of the above? Yeah. yeah. I say I was amazed to find that herb garden right in the middle of the shopping centre in Sandbach. So a what a brilliant, a brilliant idea. They'd taken a really ugly 1960s shiny brick what what had been a shrub bed, you know, and, and turned it into this community uh, uh, herb garden, you know. I thought, what was it? Weird? Brilliant idea. We've got the same at Heaton Park in Manchester. There's um, an area where the toilets are and everything, and they've got herb garden raised beds, waist height, yeah. all sorts of herbs. It's a lovely idea. But people don't dislike the orchards, people don't take it. No, no. They don't feel like they can steal it. Well, yeah, it's. it's you know, you get some people that will run in there and fill the pockets, don't they? But the majority of people do feel that, oh, it's stealing, you know. It's well, perhaps, um, I've seen one of these herb gardens and I've got some photographs at home. I can't remember quite the wording they used, but they did actually have yeah. some signs mm. done, positively encouraging people, yeah. yeah. kind of giving them permission. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe... I think this, this one in Sandbach is maintained by the um, local uh, allotment society. Mm. So we could even have a word with Peter Vickery, couldn't we, and see mm -hmm. whether his guys are willing to uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. look after the forest. You know, not passing the book, but... I mean, we could, we could finance it if they agreed to plant it up and maintain it for the first 12 months or something, couldn't they? Yeah. No, you've got to have a leader yeah. or a group that's going to definitely lead yeah. and say what's going to happen yeah. and keep on top of Keep yeah. volunteers yeah. organised. Well, I mean, the, yeah. the Allotment Society is quite organised yes. anyway, isn't yeah. it? And it's not, with respect, it's not that we're asking to do something different than they're doing already, is it, really? You know, I think yeah. rather than getting somebody in who's got a lot of uh, 
sort of willingness but no expertise. If we've got Peter's people in, I think it would sort of look after itself. But no, and equally as well, if you know, if, if you said to Peter and the rest of the guys at the allotment people that you know, it, it, it like Thomas just said, you know, no, the lead if you like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, you know, yeah. we, we, we're going to tell you what you can plant in yeah. if you like, yeah. but then if they could turn around and say, we don't actually, we, we'll, we're quite happy to take it on, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or they might say, no, we want you, we don't want the responsibility of it, you tell us what to plant, we'll look after mm -hmm. it, but we can, they can step back from it when they want to. Yeah. That's the other thing yeah. I find. If you put something on with people, you know, they sort of go, oh, they think it's their life for the next 10 yeah. years, and yeah. that's not what we want. No, you know? no. Um, so that can work both ways, yeah. I think. We have to tell people that they can use it because I was like a hot hay wood orchard, and I was there in the yellow coat, and somebody was walking along and just taking a plum, and they just said, oh, sorry, you've caught me. Yeah. Yeah. They actually feel bad about actually picking yeah. well, that's yeah. why they and, and then we got complaints coming in about um, Hawthorne Node Orchard saying that we're not looking after it and the fruits are heavy, the branches are touching the floor. So we'll so come take a fruit yeah. off. You know, people aren't actually... Yeah, so I saw that lady mm. and I explained to her why they were bending yeah. down and she hadn't realised that even a small tree will hold big apples. Oh, that's yeah, I mean, we've got yeah. we've got pear and apple on, on our patio that's yeah. no taller than this, and weighted down with stuff like that. Well, they're not actually well, not at the moment, but I mean... They're not actually yeah. picking them, yeah. so they're just going to fall off. And yeah. Lots yeah. Of them. I think the thing is with community orchards that there's so much not the norm, are they? Because normally, yeah. you know, we all went scrumping Scrum, probably as yeah. kids, but that, that was it, wasn't it? Yes. You know, yeah. people still probably look at it in, in with that eye, don't they? they don't. You know, I'm stealing fruit off trees. Well, I don't think they've ever been advertised enough properly. No. no. Uh, you know, I just don't. I mean, you know, there should be signs like, there just should be, because yeah, people don't yeah, know. Yeah. You get, obviously, like you say, there'll always be the people who, who want to go, because they actually will only take them because they actually think they're stealing, because yeah. that's quite yeah. clever. Well, then there's a genuine people who would make good use of them and don't because they don't want to steal. Do you want us to have a look at some costs for getting some signs made and come back to you maybe with some suggested wording some costs? I would probably do through the social media. There's so many people on the Facebook page of Project. just need to put something on there and that's the sort of thing that actually mm -hmm. people might look at and take You really don't in. think there'll be actual signs needed actually on the site? for older people who are not, like me and the dancers. I mean, they don't have to be all singing, all dancing and animal yeah. signs. You could literally get these blackboards like they have at the pub, couldn't you? And, mm. and, and those fancy, the, yeah. the joke that don't get washed off, I don't know what it is. Exactly. You, you know, and, and stick stick that up saying, you know, come and fill your pockets. Don't take we don't need that. It's not like we are drowning in fruit. I think you don't need more than a Fifty hundred people going in, and that's your fruit gone. It's nice if people were just walking past and could see, rather than perhaps than just. Yeah. Really well, we don't even flood your life. They're always looking for stuff to stick yeah, in there. We could get them to do a little. Well, certainly. Well, do you know what? I'm writing to them about the next litter pick, so I'll there ask them about that as well. Yeah, in the early, yeah. 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 Try that before you think of signs, go to the cost of signs and just let mm. people know. Mm. Okay, I'll do that then. Okay, brilliant. Happy days. So what do we do about trees, fruit trees? Well, I mean, again, are, are, we, are, are we happy that we, 
to well, us. I don't really think we're at that stage yet. No, we, we should keep saying we're not. We're not, yes, you know, cleared we're, down. We're jumping yeah. the gun again, aren't we? We need to get yeah. it all sorted yeah. and levelled and, and, and then, then decide. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, if, if it's if it, for whatever reason, if it's left too late to plant this year, which I don't think it will be because it's not till November anyway, then so be it. Then we have to leave it till next year. But do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to be... As the same, I feel the same about Manly Road Cox, being pressurised and jumping in and doing things that we're going to end up regretting. That I don't, you know, and you know, planting trees just for the sake of it. I don't care what sort of trees they are. It's as bad as not planting them at all, in my humble opinion. And I'd rather just let. Well, if you're thinking of all the days Benson anyway with herbs, then obviously mm -hmm. if you're going to put some of them, it's going to take space where you might put trees. Yeah, that's You'll need to know what you're putting in before yeah. you know how many trees you exactly. need. Yeah. Say that there's too much until we get it cleared properly, and, 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 and yeah. that's just my opinion. I'd rather just hang fire with that. Yeah. No, no, we've not even made a decision, as I say, really, and we can't. Well, we do have a, anyway. We have the offer, maybe, of fund, funding the trees um, on Thursday by this um, Claire Olver from Merseyside Forest. Yeah, um, okay, we can, uh, again, she's, you know, she's not going to give us the money on Thursday. We, we, can can't test the water. <laughs> we could test the water with her and see the feasibility. Well, so I'm not saying not do it. I'm just no, I, I know where you're coming from. I just need to Just know. because we've got the money doesn't mean we have, you know, no, it, no. it's getting the cart before the horse to me. Sorry, it is. Yeah. I'm just, you know. But yeah, I mean, if you go to speak, speak to her on Thursday, you know. I would say we, we, we've got this project and, you know, we, we're probably looking for funding for trees <coughs> on there. But again, you know, if, if we're going to have these, this herb garden, then that might reduce the number of trees. And also maybe the trees, you know, I know you've got down there, you've got plum and, you know, damson and things like that. And I know there is some damson, I think, already yes, in the other yeah. one, isn't there? Because I know when it was at the station, traditionally, there was a lot of damson trees. Yeah, we, we used to get massive. Ben actually said when he first got there, he said that other orchard down there, he actually thought there was too many trees. Yeah, yeah. I know the uh, first one by the fire station. Yeah. So maybe... You, well, I said they were on dwarf stock, obviously, you know, so... Yeah. But he thought there was too many in that one place. So I, d I don't think we... we said that. I don't think we have to not mention, you know, on Thursday about the trees, but I think we need to just say that it is an idea that we may be taking forward mm -hmm. and just test the water a bit. Yeah, we don't know, it's just ideas, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what do I say to Connor? Well, I just... Yes. Uh, the, the, you know, a, a possible project is that we're going to put trees on there as well, you know. I mean, she may even say, well, I think the herbs are a good idea. You, you know, here's okay. some money to, to do that, you know, because right. they, they, they're looking at everything, aren't they? You, you, you know, to yep. do with the improving the environment. So you never know. I mean, trees are brilliant, but they're a little bit old at, I say that with respect, you know, if you come up with something that's a little bit more tasty, then you might stand more chance of getting money off them. But my point again, uh, though, is that there's them. enough at trees down there, you've got Hawthorne yeah. Road and, and that bit, I think if we go for like fruit bushes, raised beds with plant with other things and that, that that's just per, that's, my, that's my personal Different. way I feel about it. Okay, so shall I mention that 
to Claire on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Okay. So I know know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try and come to that myself actually because I think I might be. Uh, yeah. Okay. I might be able to do that. Okay. Um, where are we up to then? Item 30 then, how we lay to receive a report on the tree survey and agree any actions. Now I think that was from last time, it was you and yeah. Paul going to do yeah, that. Yeah, well we, we, other than, I, I mean I must admit, I, I, I don't think the trees are, are a problem or any more of a problem than you anywhere know, else in front. Harry Lane's a 7.5 tonne, isn't it? Yeah. Um, limit, but it does say on the signs, unless you're over 14 foot six, and those signs have been up at the end yeah. of Howie Lane on the 56, A56 there on the thing. I don't think, I mean, I'm just thinking for the, the people that came before and were arguing the point about the trees need cutting back and trying to get highways to do something. I'm not thinking of us actually having to do that, yeah. but I don't think. I think some of them trees are below 14 foot 6. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, they're sending vehicles down a road that actually isn't fit for purpose. Mm. So that might be a way of getting highways to do <coughs> it, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then paying for it. Yeah. I mean, I've been up there on two occasions, once when there was no leaves on the trees, and, and once since, you know, they've pushed and they've got leaves on. Um, you know, it's not, it's I don't think it's an issue other than that. I mean, that's mm. one way of perhaps saying, look, we've got no signs of... I guess it's just that we do forward. have a minute yeah. so far that said that, that there would be a survey yeah. would be carried yeah. out yeah. and report back to future meetings. Well, I, I think it's perhaps a good idea to send an email off to have about that and just yeah. try and try the water test. Mm. I mean, obviously I haven't measured them, but I mean, some of them look a lot lower than the bridge. Yeah, I think you're a good judge of yeah. height. To be honest, that lady's um, the the hedge is actually meeting the trees and coming over. Mm. So it's just as much of a problem the hedge coming over to meet the trees as the trees coming over to meet the hedge. Well, you know, I'm not afraid of saying this because it's been recorded. But when you know, I I, I drove up and down there and then I walked an hour bit if you yeah. like and another walk and. You know the problem further down, which is nothing to do with us. It's far worse than yeah. where, where we're. It's becoming an arbor, isn't it? As yeah. you go further down, it's a complete tunnel, <coughs> dark tunnel. You know, and a lot of the problems there is not highways. It's people uh, with trees in the gardens that have not yeah. had anything done out for decades. What bigger trees than what we've got? No, yeah. So. Do you want me to? What do you want me to? I think if, um, I think Paul's point there in, in mm -hmm. the, you know, I mean, the the, the uh, highways guy has been out, and again, he's he's sort of said it's you know it's not a priority with them. They're not going to do it. Perhaps he hasn't looked at the signs. Though. I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking it might be they might do the survey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you just just sort of just say to them, you know, obviously the sign says this height, and, and we think some of those trees are lower than that mm -hmm. height. Yeah. And we've done our bit then. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We put the ball in there. No, uh, I, I think Paul's phrase, fit for, not fit for purposes, mm -hmm. is, yeah. is good. Uh, okay. So could, it only has to be a couple of lines, yeah. doesn't it, too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Even if even if we're right, you know, it isn't a priority. Mm -hmm. No. 
No. Even the, where the branches might be higher, some of them are leaning in a little bit further, yeah. so it's like the corners of the vehicle yeah. kind of thing, you know. I know we've become involved in this because some of the, you know, some of it is our land. But yeah. I mean, you look at it's all hundred other roads in Frodium. I mean, Red Lane, well, for instance, at the moment, it's ridiculous. <coughs> you know, even me with my caravan. Exactly. There. I've got to straddle the white line and then you meet somebody coming the other way doing well, exactly the same thing. I remember when people, when there was like a lay-by yeah. there and people you could park four or five cars now. What do you think of old Chester Road in Much narrower. You see, to me, if you look at that, when I drive up and down that bit all the time, as you can imagine, you know, Red Lane down into Church, uh, Church Street. And, if you look where, obviously, where those, those, you know, when you're coming down, those houses that are up, up there, and you look at their hedges, the wall, the walls are their boundary, mm -hmm. but the hedges come out that far. There's the wall, and the hedges are out here. Mm -hmm. The pavements are getting narrower and narrower. It's, it, it, it's everywhere, and, um, you, you know, I, I, it's a fine line at the moment between, I mean, I, don't quote me on this, <laughs> but... Their excuse is that we can't do anything at the moment because it's nesting season. But that excuse is just becoming the excuse well, for everything. Well, it is because it's taken, it's taken 10 years to get like yeah, that. It, yeah, but, but that's the, you know, yeah. I mean, you look at some of these where we're sending kids down the main road. You know, we've stopped the buses, so they've got to walk to school. Now they've got to walk all up the grass because, you know, it's the same on the, by the medical centre on Queensway and that. You've got to walk up the road because the pavement's disappeared, you know. It's, uh, we, we, well, it's like know. anything, it's going to have a major accident, major yeah, tragedy yeah, to happen yeah. before someone... Even the trees on our road, you know, vehicles are hitting them and that. Alright, I, I, you know, we, we trim our own, but we're the only person on the road that's got a lollipop tree. But all quacks say, well, we don't mind them doing yourselves and we'll, we'll cart the branches away from you, you know, but... Yeah, mad on it. Yeah, Madness. Yeah. We're not going to uh, make any drastic changes, though, are we? Uh, coming on to tree matters, then the Kemp tree in Castle Park to receive an update. That's from yourself, is it, Tom? Or it is, yes. Yeah. I've been to Murray's, and um, they can provide um, a six. Well, this ties in with the the next bit about um, Castle Park tree trail. Okay. Because that's where it's going. And um, if I take that first, I've had a word with a chap called Andy James. Oh, yeah. Who's in charge of here now. Is Andy in charge now, is he? Yeah. Right, right. Okay. He, well, he's sort of halfway. Yeah. Or maybe three quarters of the way now. Okay. But um, we've been round and we've had so a look at the trees. Um, and... Um, First of all, we've agreed where it's to go. Right. There was um, um, there's forgotten me. The redwood. Yeah. Um, can you? Sorry about this. Can you just remind us who's funding this now? Is it Quack or us? It's um, Lynn Riley. Right, so it's Cheshire West, yeah. Yep, she is going to... Oh dear. So we've decided where it's going to go, yeah? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and we have a price for it. And yep, it's yeah. about fifty pound, up to fifty pound, including your steak. Yeah. And and this Andy guy, you know, he says, "Yep, it's um, he they wanted it right up against where the um, uh, tulip tree was." Okay. But that's in the shade of the other trees, and two trees have died there. So um, I said, don't put it there, let's have it near to the path. Okay. And so we've agreed that it's going to be a Korean fir. It's coming alongside or opposite the, the redwood, Mesa Sequoia. Um, Number 18, I think it is on the, um, oh yes, there it is. So it's an addition, so it's not replacing something with a different tree. Right, okay. Yeah. And they were going to have it up there, so they were free to be. Okay, okay. And but when's that going ahead then? When's that happening? Well, we can't get the tree before for the September planting. Oh, right. So it'll be sometime in November. Okay. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. We're yeah. going to miss the bicentenary birth. Um, and so uh, Murray's have said, yes, they can provide one. And um, the price is about £40, so I've put it up to about 50 including a post Yeah. And um, they're going to ring me back. And are you going to plant that? Are you going to do that? Or well, is Andy James get one of the ranges to do it? Well, it could be done by the mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, get digging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I only have to pretend. Only have to pretend. Yes, because um, this Andy guy is willing to dig the hole. Oh right. And um, <laughs> it'll be symbolic placing mm. the tree in yeah. the hole. So I, I used to Andy used to be in my team. I know. I know. And I Andy James. Yeah, I gave him his first job. Did as a student. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw many of these senior officers now. I remember yeah. when they were. Yeah. When they were students and that, yeah, he's a, he's a nice lad. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a and nice lad. after that, we went round, and uh, I showed him the elephant tree. Oh yeah. And the, he was very impressed with it. Um, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's well described. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so we'll we'll leave that with you then, Tom. Yep. And if you can, you know, seriously, yeah. I mean, if you want me to, uh, you know, plant it, then that that's fine. You know, so we you let us know and we'll put it back on the agenda. Yeah. Maybe since October, something like. The that. only other thing, the only other thought I had was that um, Lynn Riley is paying for it. Yeah. So. So. Who plants? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been shot down already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my no, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I don't mind. I mean, it's probably right if Andrew and Lynn maybe plant it, you know, but if, if they're happy for me to do it, I'll, uh, I'll do it, no problem. Yep, okay. Okay, excellent. Um, 
31.3 then is offer of tree seedling from resident. Yes, um, Hazel had, was approached by Mr. Ellens from the London Road Allotments. Uh, he has a horse chestnut seedling which is about three inches mm. high in his allotment and he would like to see it transplanted somewhere because he he's concerned that children in the future should have conkers to play with. Mm. So, mm. Um, so I think Paul had also mentioned something oh, at the last the meeting yeah. about yeah, there's, a, there's, so, there's also a lady that was with one of the stalls on Sunday that's got a tree, or a daughter's got a tree that they want a home for. So if we have I'm, any... I'm all in favour for it. A, if, if they're indigenous, you know, native species, so we don't want something sticking on there. But also be guarded that one of the big problems that we had on there was the larch tree that should have never been put on there, that again was, you know, bought in by some well-meaning person. So is that where it says? This is, sorry, this is on Manly Road, because this is the thing, this lady that was talking to me on Sunday, she was one of the people that was at the meeting that we had on Manly Road, so, you know, she's got trees in a garden that she wants. Well, I don't think Mr. Ellens was, he didn't mind where it went, no, he wasn't no. particularly suggesting it went in mm. Manly Road, he's just really saying he would like it to go somewhere, How <coughs> can we provide it with a home? Well, if we get half a dozen of these requests, we can then put them all together and approach Woodland Trust and put them on the hill. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, if we can't find homes for them, mm. actually... We might be glad to conquer, you know. Exactly. As some of you may be aware, so we might be very glad to conquer trees in exactly. years to come. Yeah. So one of the few seedlings, if you plant conkers, they're almost yeah, foolproof. Yeah. There's a virulent... Oh. Yeah, you're probably aware yes. of the, 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 you know, the those in the park are suffering yeah, already. Fights off for a remorum as it's possible. It's killing all issue. our conquer trees at the moment. So had that awful disease the other year when and they all did and conquer trees may have looked awful, but no, it's been lovely this year, It's huge as well. Huge. Excellent. So so what what response would you like? Need to give to Mr. Adams at the moment. Should we ask him to grow it on for a bit longer? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And we'll tell him we, we'll we'll have it off him. Like that. you say, yeah. you know, um, in the middle of the tenth grade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, we just need to be a little bit guarded, not being negative that okay. people don't okay. just start coming and thinking they're helping by sticking trees everywhere and then. Mm. We end up upsetting people by saying, well, actually, that's not really exactly. fitting for that tree to, to be here, you know. I don't want to sound negative, but, uh, you, you know. Or should, I, or should I refer Mr. Adams to the Woodland Trust now? Uh, or do you think that we will have somewhere for it? Yeah, we can find Well, somewhere. we've got three offers of trees, haven't we? Mm -hmm. If we can combine them. So, so we'll keep it. We'll keep it in mind for the next few meetings and see. Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, it's not going to become a big problem for him, is it? It's going to grow. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's especially if he did look after. I certainly don't think we should refuse the offer. No. Obviously, but I equally no. We shouldn't just say yes. I can go and stick it somewhere without thinking about it. But I think we've got time. Again, we've got time to think about it. I say this lady. You know, that spoke to me on Sunday. She she was at that meeting on Monday mm. Road. I, I recognised. 
So she's saying, you know, we've got some trees we can put in there, like, you know. Okay. Um, rights of way maintenance, then. And the first one is Hover Force. A report back from the response from Cheshire West. Yes. Um, and um, we had a reply um, which said... Grassy Lane is part of a restricted byway, is part restricted byway and part public footpath. The restricted byway starting at straight length and stopping approximately halfway along Grassy Lane where it turns into a public footpath. Whilst the public may access a public footpath on foot and in an invalid carriage only, they may access a restricted byway on foot, an invalid carriage on horseback, leading a horse by bicycle and by horse-drawn vehicle. The restricted byway classification, and this is, I think, the point of the complaint, which was about somebody being chased off from driving their car, one of the birders on the, um, on, on the marshes, the bird watchers. The restricted byway classification does not allow the public to act the public to access the route with a motorised vehicle. Mm. To do so would require permission from the landowner yeah. or their tenants. Yeah. As permission has not been sought in this case, then the driving along the route and parking it there without prior consent is an act of trespass that may be challenged if the landowner stroke tenant deems it necessary. So I think in summary, the response was that there is Pedestrian, there is a right to pedestrian access across there and on certain parts, you know, more than pedestrian access, but there is no vehicular access allowed and the landowner is within his right to challenge anybody who drives on that. Can you just line. refresh my memory, please? Was it was it some was it one of the hover force people that were driving the vehicle down there or they were complaining no. about no, somebody else driving? I think well the the one complaint that um, that came in to me was from Bill Morton who is one of the bird watchers and he's the guy who led the, the walk, bird walk yeah. on the marshes right. and he'd been approached by another bird watcher who had been challenged by the man from Hoverforce and told <coughs> Get his vehicle off well, his land, and I think that, that, that yeah. the Cheshire West are saying yes, the guy was within his rights right. to to stop the vehicles being on there. Right. But he's not. If he was to stop access completely, People. he. But I'm not sure that we we know that he has that it's been alleged that he has done. I think it was more that previously they had driven their vehicle on, right. but the the whole. People it's probably somebody them. doing something that they've done for years, mm. never done any harm, and never and been challenged, it. and then suddenly somebody comes the land, along. Different and, land down there. Yeah, and, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, yeah. that's the way you know. So do we need to send a copy of that to anybody? To I have sent that to the complainant yeah. and I think um, Cheshire West have done directly. Ah. I think there was another issue at um, um, raised where there was some um, issue about the, those uh, rights of way not being adequately signed and that's something uh, I think Joe knows more about this. Can it be clear, they're not saying that people can't walk along each other? No, but they're just saying they can't Yeah, they were supposed to put a new sign at the end of it to 
direct people across the field by the wood, and then you go across two footbridges. Yep, which I've been um, keeping clean. So I don't, I don't know when that sign happened. Probably it's not been put up. It hasn't, it hasn't, Joe, because I go there regularly. I it go has. It hasn't. No. It hasn't. Um, the other thing is, I can't understand who the landowner is, because there must be at least, on both sides of that and at the end of it, there must be, I would think, three separate landowners. Yeah. So who's the landowner of the route? Yeah. Well, I think the response has to be that the, the land that hovered for someone is nobody has to do with it. Until the hovercraft came there, there was never any question no, of access. No, no. Well, presumably, if people, they could only drive partway along anyway, so presumably they could. You can drive all the way to the end. You can't okay. drive it because it wasn't. I don't know whose vehicle it's was. Possible to, it's, it's possible to, but it's not legal. It's not legal to. It's only a footpath. Again, see, it's something that's probably, you know, evolved over. When I was at school, you could go down that opposite the uh, Healthby Cemetery, you could go down that road opposite the cemetery, and go right through there and come out on Grassy Lane. Uh. So that way you go down. And now the guy who's got the farm down there, Bluebridge Farm, that's particular. He even tries to stop the farm who owns land down there from coming. Horrible. He's actually a ballast on the job. Alan Warburton. Is he married to Bettina? Yeah. Yeah, I've had a nasty piece of work. I've had a couple of runners. The worst. The fire service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we want to be sure that the, the little man footpath side goes up to yeah. direct people that they can go right across the top of that land on the route of the footpath. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where, because I reported in because there is a pile, great big huge pile of sand and a huge pile of wood chippings and I mean a huge pile. Yeah, you put, put several piles on route, on route. Yeah. Ah, right. So I kind of obliterated the original yeah. style. But I mean, you, you, you know, as John knows, you know, if, if a footpath is obstructed, you're allowed to take a reasonable yeah, diversion. Yeah, somebody, if, you can tell yeah, there's been a war. Yeah, you know, and you're road. not breaking the rules by doing that, as long as you don't wander through somebody's... Yeah, any obstruction should be removed within yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And am I right in saying as well that it's the landowner's uh, responsibility to replace styles and... I would have thought so. Yeah, he ripped it apart. The authority really are only responsible where it leaves and joins the highway to, to oh, sign yeah, it. Yeah, I and, thought and I was that. right on that. So yeah. if, the, if you say whoever's done yeah. it has squashed the thing. So these missing finger pubs and that, have they got missing recently? Mysteriously gone missing recently? The, the, the actual way marks? Oh, yeah, well, what happened is. Somebody, whoever, kept turning the style on straight length, right. pointing down straight length as other footpaths right. didn't exist. Right. A friend of mine who walks his dog almost every day on the marsh, he favours that area. And it was him that complained to me in the first place. Right. So I, when I went down, it had been switched back right, but I put a, one or two way markers on the straight length end to show, it, obviously it was a footpath. Yeah. But I couldn't do anything about the other end because it needs a post. good post. Yeah, it needs a post. Right. And, why, and my way mark is still there, did you know? At the top of the, the top yeah. of the straight length end, yeah. So, so could we ask 
Cheshire West then to, to put a post in there yeah. so that it can be done. I think Kaisal has previously requested it, hasn't I think she's already drawn uh, ah, Cheshire right. West so attention to it. But could, could you check with yeah. uh, and, and just give them a reminder? Yeah. So this is at which end of the path? Because people go down there, they don't know where they're going. That's right, exactly, no. if you don't know where it is. Yeah. So w which end is it we need this, po this post, this finger post? This one. Which end of it do we need the finger it's post? The, well, from straight length, you walk down about a quarter of a mile, and you go into a field. Yeah. But immediately on the right, you should be able to go across the top of the field where he's got the hovercraft, mm. uh, go along that top of that field, and then you cross a footbridge, cross another field, another footbridge. So where should the marker be? Well, it wants to be on that corner where the first leg... Bottom end of his field, really. They've been down there and said they know where to put it, but they've not put it. OK, all right. What was that guy's name? Who, uh... Oh, I can't remember. There was some guy from Cheshire West who went down there to have a look at it. Mm -hmm. So he knows where it should have gone. Was he the one that went with Caroline? Richard Anker. Yeah. Richard yes. Ancus. But Richard, that's another that's thing. That's it. Richard yes. Ancus. Yes. But I have one of the other things I've got to tell you under the town clerk's issues is that Richard Ancus is no longer the public rights of way officer from Frodsham. It is now somebody it's like called P. Patrick. It's at the moment, isn't it? Right? So, just get one cell, yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's because Steve Alden has, has retired, so Richard's probably taken his. They're running out of people. So it's Pete Atkinson now, is that Pete Atkinson? And know his, his email he's a is. Board, I don't know him. Well, I think he's. He, I saw the email sent to Hazel. I don't. It didn't sound as though he was newly appointed, but no. he's newly been allocated yeah. to Frodsham. I don't think he knows the Frodsham area. So it's peter.atkinson at cheshirewestandchester.gov.uk if you need to email him. But I will email yeah. him about this. Yeah, but well, all we can do really is give him a reminder, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the the next one is the Quayside to Waterside path. To consider a request from a resident for it to be trimmed. Is that one of our? See, I walk down it regularly. No, I understand. Well, I walk down it for a better time. Um, is yes. it one of ours? Um. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Cheshire West have always cut it. Right. Yes, it's been widened. Last year, an excellent job was made of clearing the footpaths mm. cycle path from Quayside to Waterside. The path is now in need of a trim. Access with a baby in a pram is a bit precarious due to overhanging with brambles, etc. Is the path due to be cleared again in the foreseeable future? I think there's the odd thick bramble that's coming across. I mean, I, uh, I can go and do that one. Yeah. Um, I'll have a look this week. Uh, Colin, the Burden yeah, family, so is uh, yeah, yeah, like The entrances into Saltworks have all overgrown, so I went and trimmed them at the week. Yeah, you know, so. I'll, I'll, I'll walk down there. Okay, thank you. I'm sure if Cheshire West put it on there. Did it last year, it's not just going to be a one off, is it? When did he say he said they'd do the first cut in June, didn't they? Mm. Oh, I mean, it's just much, much wider than the problems. It's twice as wide, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it probably is twice as wide as mm. it was, so there's, there's hardly any issue, really. Well, I'll have a look. Yeah. Um, 
And then Harry Smallman has sent in a list, well, in fact, he sent two emails, so I've now put it, I've put the list in the papers that I've distributed because I was going to read them out, but it's quite long. Um, I've circulated them for you. These are more footpaths? Yeah. I, I've actually found two footpaths that Fudge and Town Council actually own, and I don't know why we do. Um, one on Woodhouse Hill. I was sent there to look for a fallen tree that needed cutting and um, and one that's by the golf course on a, oh, on a footpath there. Yeah. yeah, that's one I cut. Yeah. That was only <coughs> that post filter at all. Which footpath? There's uh, two footpaths, one on Woodhouse Hill and one at the back of the golf course on, on Woodhouse Hill that uh, are actually in black, dotted black. Um, which means that the Fudgeon Town Councils and the the miles away. You know, when you're in all your Yeah, there's two that I've done those that he brought our attention to and now these are another load, but these I don't think are ours. Right, that's what we need to check obviously yeah. before we um... Well there's only two there's one that goes down, down past Mickle's Hill Farm crosses the golf course. Now the first ones I parked on the Ridgeway, walked up the path from Ridgeway. Yeah, and then the Sandstone Trail. Yeah, and there's the gate going on towards House Hill. Mm -hmm. If you go past that, I actually turn left there thinking that's where it showed up. What, the steep climb? Yeah, but it's actually past that gate. So you carry on the, the Sandstone Trail just past that gate, and there's one on the left. Do, do these yeah, feed... Well, that's not an official footpath, no. It's do these black. feed the... Does that other one feed the trail? Yeah, but, well, it's got a kissing gate. Yeah, because traditionally, it's just they were always anything that fed the sandstone trail, Cheshire West or Cheshire as it was, you know, always had responsibility for any yeah. of the feeders. But no, I actually get an path. entry to the Woodland Trust. Mm. It's not a footpath. It's just a, a entry to the Woodland Trust. Yeah. yeah, but it's in on the footpath maps that we've got. It's on our footpath. Oh, it's in black. In black. Um, so it's showing lines. maybe just a desire line, isn't it? Cause if it's I know, black, it's it's got, yeah. It's if, if it's in black, it's got no legal stuff. You know, it's. It... Are you staying up the sandstone trail? There's only the sandstone trail, uh, and then the deviation that goes off in that one. In black, that's the one, and that one. No, it's that's that's it's. It's not, it's not an official footpath. Yeah, the official. All, all the ones in black that are around like these are all meant to be ours. So it's an error. It looks like it's an error, doesn't it, though? They're, not, they're, they're, they're only by permission. Yeah. Yeah. They're on private land, aren't they? Yeah. They're on I private land, Like up the Weaver they used to be. Yeah. By landowners. Do you know him, Smallman, though? Do you know Smallman? Harry, yeah. Harry used to come to the meeting. I was going to say, yeah, because he said he knows all the footpaths and they're ours. And that's why I had to go and cut the trees that had fallen over them. No, they're not official paths, though. Yeah, no, shortcuts, aren't they? The only path there is when you get to the top of the sandstone trail to the seat. It's the one that goes to Shepherd Houses and the one that goes left and comes out by the seat that's been... Um, Set on fire, mm -hmm. which is part of the sandstone trail. 
No to the others are official routes. No. Not official. And as I say, anything, no. that, anything that fed the trail was always... There was trees over them, which I got yeah, rid of. Yeah. So I've saved the Woodland Trust some time. <laughs> I mean, it could be one of those things, again, I don't profess to know that much about it, but, um, you know, something's used that often as a supposed footpath, and that, that's why it become, that's how they came, became footpaths in the first place, mm -hmm. isn't it? Because people kept using them, and if they're showing that on that, well, whatever, but anyway. Uh, so, it, you know, I'm just saying it could be, a, it might not may have been years ago, but it's turned yeah, into an official yeah. footpath, purely but because of that people can, use it. can get messy when somebody yeah. starts saying, well, I've had unhindered access for... Exactly. Well, there's no problem there, because it's on Woodland Trust land, yeah. like all the other bits of paths. Yeah. But, the, the, I mean, the, the other, the proper footpaths are known as definitive yeah, routes. Yeah, yeah. And that is not a definitive route. Well, then what we're saying then basically actually, Paul, are those two footpaths actually on the Woodland Trust should be doing them, not mm. us, really. Yeah, we wouldn't have known it unless um, yeah, Abby Smallman had actually right. got in touch and said, can you go well, and get those right. trees cut? It's Fodgham Town Council footpath. No. Well, I think someone needs to go through these lists and, and mm -hmm. find out definitely which ones are ours on it before we jump in and say, go and get them. Because it'd be, yeah. I mean, Harry should have guessed really that they weren't ours because there'd be no reason why. Yeah, but he said, out. he actually did say that he said they're definitely ours, they're in black dotted lines mm. on the footpath map, mm. and he said um, they were definitely answering. I will assume then that he's, if he, he'll have checked that he, what he's saying then, that all the ones he's given us here, they will be ours, I would assume, because Harry's not going to say, if he's gone to that, you know what I mean, is he, I don't know, would it be worth just asking him? No, some of these aren't. Because I don't know, or not on the no, I mean, like that, I don't, don't mean anything to Myself me. personally, I'll take Joe's with it. Oh yes, no, yeah. I mean about all these others. Yeah, that's my long dad first. Of every footpath in front of him in 1991. Yeah, as I say, I don't want about the two polls to talking about. I'm on about the, all the others that are here on Harry's list. You know, got to make sure that they're yeah, out so before we We weighed in there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. What is that? I mean, yeah, people could buy loads of these lists now. Where you did the train, the Woodland Trust should have done it, yeah. Yeah. So how are we going to take this forward? Is somebody who's... who's are we able to check that, Paul? Yeah, I mean, but... This but I mean, check, are we checking on the map, or are we, are we talking about we checking check on, on the map the to see if there is any yeah. ones in black, and then... You can go from there. Go from there. Just, just this 178 that it says, which cuts off the bend in Belmont Road, is that the one that goes in off Belmont's car park down those steps? Yeah. And comes out well, Or cuts across to the top. Uh, well, it, yeah, it cuts off the bend the, in Belmont you Road. Could, you could probably write a list of all the footpaths like this. I'd say they're at this time. Yeah. They're all yeah. blocked. Merely so. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's quite good that at least we've got something. Usually, we haven't got anything. I mean, I'm going to. I'm adopting from Bradley Lane to Harvey Wood and um, Townfield Lane because they're not getting done and they're getting over. So, I mean, somebody's got to do them like so. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's unavoidable. Though. I mean, Harvey Wood's ours, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, that town for the lane, there's a, which one is it? There's a path down there that's completely overgrown. It'd be a mega task to call all that back. 
After the pond, it gets a quag by with horses, doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, after the pond, it's actually not overgrown, to be honest. It gets muddy, but it's not overgrown. I've done the first bit right. from Townfield Lane. Um, well, I did it a couple of weeks ago, but I've just started it. Well, I've, I've done from Bradley Lane to the permissive path entrance, but the permissive path's overgrown, and the, the one where it continues past the permissive path, there, where the horses use, the hedge is really in, so they can't go down there. So I'll have to cut the hedge as well. It's funny, isn't it, how things have changed? Because I can remember years ago, Linda and I, um, with community committee, going doing because we were sorting out all the signs and walking all these places, and we couldn't get down there. We could we walked up to we were literally up to our waists in it, and then it got to that point where we just turned around and came back. Yeah. That was from. Off Bradley Lane, going down that way. Yeah. This time of year, they just go mad, don't they? Everything mm -hmm. just falls mm -hmm. in and brambles grow like mad, don't they? Yeah. Well, some reckon it was part of the salt trail, don't they? I think it was. Because of the surface of the... That, that route through Abbey Wood. Yeah, because it's all... Um, because farther off, when you go past Abbey Wood, you go up towards Bradley. Yeah, it's all cobbled. It's cobbled, cobbled it? Oh, that yeah. band yeah. was so made up with that, he wanted to actually uncover it all. Yeah. He was thinking, yeah, oh. we'd get funded yeah. to uncover it, or oh, maybe it was a stack, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Manly Road Cops. Uh, sorry, is there any other issue, footpath issues? No, we'll just look at those and okay. see if there are. Um, Manly Road Cops. Oh, there's good news and bad news. The bench is back. I've seen the photo. It's a good job. Yeah, yeah it looks great. Yeah. But somebody has planted two Leylandi, which are eight foot tall, and uh, three or four other bushes. I think one's like a miniature uh, rhododendron, yeah. and Tom would know what the others were. But eight foot tall Leylandi, we don't want those, do we? On Manly Road Car. In Manly Road Car. This could be. This could be that. This could be the lady that spoke to me yesterday. People got to know they're not allowed to go planting. No, I called him. I couldn't believe it. No, the last thing we want. We need to go in there and get them out. Yeah, the last thing we want. That's what we don't want, do we? Take them out, yeah. yeah. And we'll just have to take the flak if we get any. But this is what I'm scared of. is that People can't go and just don't use it as a whole. I mean, the thing is, unless they've got some really good root balls, they'll be dead. In, in a week anyway at this time of the year, you know. I've got to try and trim the grass in it before the weekend if I can. Okay. But the hedge one's badly doing. Yeah, I've got that down, down on my list. On the foot we, uh, yeah. Sure the hedge. Do you mean the hedge onto the footpath? Onto the road. Yeah. When you going to do yeah. that? Well, I usually get it done with a friend of mine. Oh, right. Well, he lives at Dunhamill now. Because he's got a bit of good gear. We had any time spare on them two days. I've got edge cutters. I've got eye reach edge cutters if you need it. Yeah, it's not it's not high. Okay. reach. It's more on the, oh, right. on the path. So I can cut, yeah. you, you know, three quarters of the way to yeah. the ceiling sort of thing. I could, high, I could borrow a good uh, edge cutter. Yeah. Well, I've got one, haven't I? Yeah, well, I mean, if we've got one each, we'll see. Yeah. We'll decide on a date then. Yeah. Okay. I've got that down as a list because somebody rang in complaining that they could walk down the footpath. I went to the footpath and you actually can, but um, it wasn't that bad at that time. But yeah. I have got it down the list to do. 
That bench, though, I've seen the photographs you, that, that were put on, uh, really good, aren't they? Yeah, and he's blended the blocks that I got yeah, done yeah. into it. I'll repaint it now, it's there. It's, it's, and he's done all that for free. I mean, we need to, if you can give some details of who he is, you, you know, without being patronising, we'll get a letter up to him from this committee or from the council, but we'll also get him on the, the website, I think, as well, you know. I think Hazel's got, uh, I don't know the surname, it's right. Gary and... Uh, well, I know where he lives, but just don't know. Oh, yeah, Paul knows oh, where he lives. Yeah. 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 So what did he take the bench away? Yeah, well, we met up there way back, because I was going to do the science. That's right, yeah. And then he said, oh, I can, when he works, fabrication firm, he said, we can blend the two sides with structure underneath. So straight away we agreed on what we wanted doing. And, um, and then he rang me to say, could I, I deliver the blocks, which I gave to Paul and he delivered them, these old blocks. Because I put four inches of rot off it, and these were su to superimpose in place of that. Yeah, and it, it blended it really yeah. well. So I want to get a, there's a lot of droppings on it. But if I blend, give it a good painting, yeah, it should yeah. look pretty good again. Good, it's a lovely Have you got stain on that to do it? Well, I found that, I, used, I did use initially, a few years ago, I used uh, supposedly a good mud stain, but I've, I've not got much faith in them. So then I found that I got a brown, paint it was almost the same colour and uh, that's that's uh, lasted much much better okay and you've got some of that have you I've got a bit left I don't well know if you need any more we'll you know no problem just again uh, give the officer a ring and i'm sure we can subsidize i'll say i'll go with what she's turps for you yeah brilliant well yeah i mean um you know i think you know just yeah i think i think they it's a nice Nice to get yeah, it. Yeah. Fabulous, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, uh, nothing else on manual cops, no. Uh, litter picking then to agree the purchase of 10 handy hoops at £6.80 plus VAT per unit plus £5 plus VAT for delivery. Um, there's been people asking on social media what are handy hoops. Yeah, they, they, they are quite handy actually. I, I got all the some. Like yeah, they were actually square the ones I got uh, for yeah. some of the volunteers up on the Wirral ones. And it's surprising what a difference it makes just when you're trying to well, get you stuff in. Yourself, you need two hours. Yeah, you, you, you know, you've not got to keep wrapping the bag open. And, and like, mm -hmm. Oh, well, there's a the picture at the bottom, look. Yeah, handy Loop Plus, which it's is square. The, oh, the Handy yeah. Loop Plush is a square. It looks, it looks as though these at the bottom, the Handy Loop Plus, are square. Ah, oh, they're the ones, yeah. They're better. Uh, I, I don't know how long is a piece of string, you know. Like, they're maybe more expensive because they're yeah. plus. Yeah. I don't yeah. really think, you know, a square roll or that. No, I think we should do it. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I propose we go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I think if we're asking for people to come along and volunteer, exactly. they're making life a little bit easier for them, isn't it? So, well, it seems to be gaining some momentum and yeah, watching the lights yeah. behind it now. Mm -hmm. They're happy to put stuff in there. Yeah. The time, so I well, that's the next thing on the agenda, is the times so, and the dates. So I've looked at various dates, but because we're into holiday season, uh -huh, yeah. it's a bit difficult. So I was going to propose after August, 
I'm doing 9th of September. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't do I couldn't do August no. anyway. So uh, 9th of September. Um, I've got to judge at the W Women's Institute event that day. I'm sure I could dovetail them both in. So what times then? Because if I'll find the AM then, because this WI thing's going to be it's going to be PM. So. Should we do uh, nine thirty or something like that? Yeah. September the 9th. Yeah. Yeah, I can do Saturday mornings, can't do Saturday afternoons. And then yeah. the only other thing then is where? Where are we going to do this time? Um, what about, uh, well, I tell you at the moment, it's hideous where we did last time again. I was thinking, have you seen all them magazines? Have you seen all those magazines? You know where we got all them dozens of glass bottles yeah, yeah. out from behind that railway fence? Somebody who's obviously been paid to deliver like catalogues has oh, yeah. dumped, dumped, dumped hundreds of them in there but then as you go through the tunnel we, we went they had a really big do on it um that the queen's over on you know on saturday and after that meeting we ended up accidentally going in there for five hours <laughs> but, uh, but um, it, it's absolutely horrible and, and i wondered whether we could maybe get the queens involved yeah. Whether they'd be willing to send somebody along. Can I just say, if that is something that bad than that, we can't really wait till September. Um, I think we need to do something about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I, can, I can't do any in July. The first I can do in August is the 12th. I, I, I won't be here for you the whole of August, August, so I, I, I can't help you. It's ram-jam-packed up there, isn't it? Oh, it's horrid. It's absolutely horrid. And you know, when you go along that footpath alongside the railway, planting those trees is fatal. Yeah. Yeah. It's an absolute capture. I, I, I was really dismayed on, on Saturday after all the hard work we put in there and it's just as bad as it. It, it, it lends itself to it's so easy, isn't it, over that wire fence and, you know. So we behind the fence yeah, Or where those vodka uh, gin bottles were. There's now dozens and yeah, no hundreds of, of um, I don't know, they're like, um, you know, the the shop on Edisbury Square, they put catalogues through, what is it, the factory shop? Yeah. yeah, yeah similar to that, like that, some yeah. sort of similar, you know, only three or four even, pages, yeah, but thousands of them. Yeah, well, thousands but of they them. should be notified yes. mm. because they are paying somebody mm. and they, they yeah, just dumping yeah. them. Well, I mean, when I was on about antisocial behaviour, how they would at one time. Uh, used to get when we used to get that free paper every week. They used to oh, get bales of it, too. Yeah. and and we well they set fire to them a couple of and times. Buy and sell, yeah, buy and sells as well. That's how we found out about them because they set fire to them. But we we did they sussed who it was that was doing it. It was a local young lad, you know, that was yeah. getting paid to do them. And I think this is a similar thing. Like so, yeah, bit of detective work. Maybe ask Neil. What do you think? Rather than us getting involved in. Well, you could ask him. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he got married on Saturday, so he's yeah. not too interested. He's getting married on Saturday. No, he got married on Saturday. Oh, right, he got married last Saturday, right. Yeah. In that area alongside the footpath, the railway bank, they used to have short lengths of drain pipe with rat poisoning. Yeah, well, we had a big residence thing there, because even, uh, I, I had a rat one day in my garden halfway up Park Lane, but you could guarantee if you walked up under the railway bridge and you looked up that path, you would always see rats crossing there. It was terrible, you know. Um, right, well, if I get a chance tomorrow at some point, I'll go and see if I can get one of these 
things, whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So you photograph yeah, what's there yeah. and try and get one. And yeah. then I'll bring it to the office, Liz, if that's okay. Oh, that's and if you could contact whoever it is that owns it. Yeah, yeah. I only had a quick glance at them, you know, as, yeah. I, as I went down. And I'll but, uh, email you the photo. I'll take a few You, you know, it's not, it's not just litter, it's fly-tipping. Yeah. I'll start advertising that date and time then, because yeah, it is only... Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do so, yes. Eight weeks. That's fine. It's a bit longer than normal. But, but uh, and if we, we are classing this as flight which I think it is, and I think we need to. It's Cheshire West that need to be told to come and shift it. Yeah, yeah. We seem to be having a little increase in general in flight tickets. Well, 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 yeah. Yeah. Field line Shocking on the marshes again. Yeah. I've waited over a week now. Yeah. It used to be really. We're talking a month. Oh, right. Yeah, it's not good at all. It used to be really good on it as well. Anyway, that's the bottom line of it. So it's, uh, I'll try and get her pictures and what have you. Yeah, Lisa, get you, yeah. and then if you could also challenge Cheshire West. Yeah. Remember when I rang you the other yes. week about that on Summers Lane? They still well, it's, I checked online and they said it's cleared, they've cleared the job, the job's closed down. Because I reported it online, I had a look today. I used to see it around the moment and it doesn't matter. Well, let me know if you're yeah. asking now. Lynn, I rang Lynn and she, she, she gave me the number and everything. Anyway, go on. We shall move on. Okay, guys, 35 then. The, the River Weaver Navigation Society to receive feedback and agree any actions. Again, this... That was me. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yes, I went to my first uh, meeting with them and it's a long meeting. It was about 10 o'clock finish it was and... Um, an awful lot of information, huge, huge amount. Uh, I mean, that's that's the agenda, and it's meaty stuff as well. You know, I've highlighted a few of the main things, which were things that they're looking at, which are big projects like uh, an incline plane uh, at the Winsford Link <coughs> into the Weaver, um, where they drag the boats up and yeah. like that. Um, Winsford Regatta, they were talking about because they arrange all that. Um, they had the Northwich Neighbourhood Plan. Was discussed because they're involved in parts of that. Um, various moorings up and down the Weaver, um, the Northwich River Festival and Regatta, which they're organising, and I've brought some leaflets and put, put them around here. Um, but to be fair, there's just an awful lot of stuff. So what I'll do is continue going to the meetings. Yeah, yeah. What they're ultimately looking for is a partnership with Project, like they do with Winsford and various other towns along the, the Weaver. Um, there, is, there is interest, as I said last meeting, about doing a regatta here ultimately. Mm -hmm. um, and I found out today the person who owns the um, site just over the Sutton Weaver side of the Stone Bridge, on the way down to Gleaves, all that area there. Um, that's where they feel that they could do some fashion. Yeah. So I found out who owns that. So um, Corley. I can't remember his name. But David. David. The the Do you mean where the wharf is and the old derelict house and everything? Yeah. Well, he was a guy um, used to come to this meeting every couple of months. Do you remember? I think he he was actually phoned in this meeting. They phoned him. Right. Put him in touch with me. 
He's now no longer anything to do with it. Ah. Um, is that where the catamaran is then? Yes, where it's more there. Yeah. But, but that, that industrial estate there, the guy had massive ideas there about land. He wanted to do land swaps and all sorts of things and develop. Um, he had ideas to develop, you know, riverside sort of eateries and, uh, you, you know, and all that. And he had these massive plans and he used to come um, to, to, when Graham Bondy chaired you know, chaired the meeting when we were in the, the, the old premises there. He used to come, if not every month, every couple of months, and you know, a lot of feedback and that, and then suddenly he stopped, so. Well, I'll, I'll, the, thing, the thing is with this, we've got another meeting coming up, uh, I think it's next week, mm. um, so I'll, I'll, I'll continue going and... Yeah, and I mean, it's something that's not going to happen tomorrow, but oh, no. the potential for something big there is fantastic, isn't somebody on the inside There's, there's some, there's some heavyweight people in there, yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously, you know, there's, there's people that know MPs, there's just yeah. big names that gave me copy of the Mouth of the Weaver um, vision landscape plan which they were party to um, which if people are interested in can circulate they're talking oh, to Peel and everything. I mean, mm. Well that leads me on to the next thing so one of the guys he does talks on the River Weaver and he'd like to come and do a talk here so um, perhaps arrange that for the next for the next <coughs> meeting. Mm. Um, although I think he's you can, he does a, a good few hour talk um, on it because he does work at the community centre oh. um, a couple of times a year, I think. But um, maybe I can get him to come and give us a highlight version yeah, half yeah. an hour before next week. <laughs> you know yeah. But you know, these are all very knowledgeable, very enthusiastic people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, embarrassment on my part until about three months ago, I'd never even heard of them. Now you realise. <laughs> You know, I thought they were just some volunteers that did a bit of cutting yeah. back on footpaths and things like that along the river, you know, and then you find sure out. Well, they've got 85 paid up members of the committee. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not of the, of the group. Yeah. Um, they've got significant funds in there, you know, so it's random. It's, um, it's quite a hefty, um, weighty group, but it stops short of fortune. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully we can build some leaderships mm -hmm. and do some things. We never found out about that farmer claimed he owned the land alongside the Frodsham Cut, did we? By Bowden's Lock. Well, that was discussed actually. That um, lock is pretty much where they stop having any sort of influence. So um, I can bring that up maybe when it comes to do a, yeah. a chat, you can fill us in on that area. Yeah. Well, Hazel, I think one of the actions from last time was to try to establish ownership of Bowden Lock, and Hazel has written uh, and hasn't had a reply, but in the course of checking up for me today whether she had had a reply, she found that John Wilde had made a similar inquiry about three years ago and he hadn't had a reply either. No. So if Mark, so if you could find out. This was the Canal and River Trust that we've been trying to find the info from. I presume so, yeah, yes. yeah. Well I've got the original map when it was first purchased and how much it was. And it was definitely belonged to the River Weaver then. Mm. Uh, mm. Might be worth do you think a copy of that would be useful? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be useful. Get yeah. a copy of that and take it along. I mean, the River Weaver owned it, owned it, and they sold it or they bought it. 
No, this was when they bought it. Right, when to, they, to right, cook, that's what I mean. Right, the is this the one where he took the fence down to allow his beasts to sort of drink from the river and that? Is that it's where? from the orchard that we planted. That was the first community right. orchard. Right. Up to Cattle Bridge, as they call it, right. and beyond. Because the hedge was the sort of um, boundary. And that's gone, is it now, that hedge? I don't know, I've not been up there for a long time. Maybe it's something different from the game. Yeah, there was a lot, uh, wasn't there? I remember where somebody had took a hedge out or a fence out to allow cattle to sort of cross onto somebody hey, else's land. The farmer before him didn't give two oats about anything, and he doesn't. Well, that's probably got for his cattle along there. Okay, yeah, good. Work, it could be really, uh, yeah, really good. Yeah. Exciting. Oh, if I pass the map to Hazel, and then she can get it to you. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. But I think that's a ongoing. That's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, do we need to keep it as a standing item then on the agenda? Do you think? Um, to be honest, I don't know how their agenda. No, no. I think it's it's got enough weight to go. I think yeah, all yeah, the yeah, there's, some, there's some big things going on. If there's no feedback, then we move on, don't we? Okay. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Thanks for that. But, um, quite items. Okay, well, a couple of written already. Yeah. One was a brewer and took a drop in, so yeah. you know about that's Thursday and um, and also on Saturday. Um, and the other one that I've already mentioned is the new Public Rights of Way Officer. The other two items are that the UEOG meeting, or fracking meeting, has now been arranged, and that's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. We understand that the frack-free people are going to be protesting outside uh, the planning of peaceful protest. Um, Hazel has spoken to the police about it, so they know that the police aren't concerned because they say they 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 do protest very peacefully, but they will have a presence here. Yeah. And uh, we've also told, out of courtesy, the speaker yeah, yeah. from Ineos, who I think already knew as well. And the other thing I wanted to mention was um, Cheshire West and Chester are consulting on their air quality uh, plan for Frodsham. Um, I had asked Martin Doyle, who's the lead environmental protection officer, uh, if he could come to this meeting to talk to you about that, uh, but he's on holiday. However, he has offered to come to an to your next meeting on the 1st of August. It's like, it's just at the end of the consultation, it's just after the end of the yeah. consultation process, but he could come and give you an initial report back if you would like him to. So. And there is also... Um, so is he gonna come to next meeting? Yes. Yeah. Right, so shall I arrange for the meeting after for the review guide? Rather than have to chair. Um, what, what do you think we're going to, I know this sounds a bit, but what, what do you think is going to be the most useful to us at that point? Actually, if we're going to stick with the proposed date for the next meeting anyway, I'm on holiday. So, shall we do the review guide in the July meeting? September. September, September. Oh, the other way. Yeah. So we have the Riverweaver one in yeah. the September. We can pencil him in and I'll sort that out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, and the other thing in relation to the air quality management is that there is a drop-in meeting which hasn't been widely publicised yet, but I think Councillor Dawson has mentioned it on Facebook. Uh, and that's on the 20th of July at the community centre, and it's going to be from 1 in the afternoon till 8 at night. So there will be, um, I think when Martin Doyle's back, he, I'll contact him for more details, and we'll publicise it through our website, although it's their meeting, to make sure that people <coughs> So this was back. the one where we all got mixed up, because it was just for residents, wasn't it? The, the initial one, there was a bit of miscommunication from Cheshire West, because they had sent out an yeah, email. They said, said, sorry, you can't call me. And then, and then the, they got their wires crossed a little bit, I think, but they had said there will be generally open public meetings coming up and this is the one so it's going to be on the um, the 20th of July. Yeah, in Wales. Um, As a matter of interest, when we did the footpaths early, the very rough estimate was 35 miles of footpath, of which 10 miles was bridleways. From here to Langhoffer and back. Yeah. No, from here to Langhoffer, sorry. <laughs> like we're down in the sandstone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the next. Is that it on the plan? Yes. Can so, I so. ask, sorry. how many people are going to the Thursday meeting? I'm going. On the table. Yeah, I'm going as far as You're I know. Yeah. I'll be there. Anyone else? What's this happening? is a drop in meeting, Mersey Forest, Brew and Tucker. Thursday afternoon, just depends. And then there's another one on Saturday as well. Yes. well. Depends. Just depends, I'm, you know, I get right. on, I'm engineering at the moment. I'm Batman and all that, so I'm rubbish So I'm a bit busy, but I'll see okay. what, see what Okay, folks, if there's no other business, we'll uh, call it a day then.